start with a with a joke, or I guess it's really like a like a funny observation, right? Have, have you uh, have you heard have you ever heard this? Isn't it uh, is a classic? It's it's uh, isn't it funny that uh, you drive on the on the parkway, but that you park in a parking lot. <laughs> i don't know i thought that would be funny it's like the <laughs> ultimate anti-dad joke <laughs> thanks for yeah. that that review of a joke you can only hear one place in case you're wondering where that is you've made it so pull up a chair it's the tv boys the show where we the boys talk about tv workshop our anti-dad jokes and have a generally good old time dude i started laughing i started laughing more and more the longer i thought about that joke uh i thought i hated it and then i just like i was like well no no no, i think it does suck like the nature of it is that it sucks but that's why it's because the real joke is you drive or you drive on a freeway you park i don't know There's yeah the people know you drive on yeah. a parkway you and park, park on a park drive yeah. yeah that's not my yeah. joke I'm like, my all version. right sorry 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 uh that joke just grew on me uh i'm johnny <laughs> and i'm Thomas. oh man this is a good this is a good one boys i can already feel it in my bones in my tv bones Ooh. Uh, what? Ew. Ew. That's your yeah, eyes. Dude. I don't want to hear your about heart. your TV I don't bones. think of TV bones. I think wow. of, I think of bones made out of static. We went from such a good start <laughs> to such a bad one. I'm sorry. So quick. <laughs> Each week here on the TV Boys, we pick a topic. Both were my fault. Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> and this week, our topic is thusly, Johnny, it's... This week we're talking about the one and only Oscar Isaac's multiple Isaac. No, uh, <laughs> just one of them. Just, just one. The one. Oscar Isaac. Yeah, that sounds better. Nice. Uh, yeah. Oscar Isaac, a person we all know well. But wait, maybe you don't. Thomas, you got an IMDb top four? Oh, you know I do. And I was actually surprised by this when I saw it. Uh, namely, number Me one. Too. Which is, wait, hang on a second. Something. Can you revert this? There it goes. I don't know what I did. A control or command Z. Yeah, I accidentally messed it up. Anyway, he is known for Ex Machina as Nathan. That's the one that surprised me. I saw that movie before, I guess he was on my radar and didn't recognize him or think of him. Same. I actually, dude, I go back to that movie a lot. That's, uh, That's one of my favorites. And I forgot that he was Nathan until I saw this here and you know we all yeah. just watched moon Knight. anyway yeah he's great he's anyway great he's also known for inside lewin davis a most violent year and star wars episode eight the last isn't jedi that, as isn't that crazy what that he's known for the second one he was in yeah, he was in all three yeah. of the new ones, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, did he he had the the biggest role in the third one, didn't he? Like the most screen time in in episode eight. I, I honestly probably that's probably why it's on here. I don't know, but Poe Dameron. Sorry, I cut you off. That's the character. In, yeah, in the Star War, um, episode episode <laughs> seven. 
When did that come out? Was that uh, 2015? 2017, right? I'm sorry. Right there? Uh, Well, no. That's episode episode eight. eight. Oh, seven. Oh. It would have been two years because they were alternating the episodes every other year, and in between they were doing like a separate story. 15 sounds right. Uh, Yeah, 2015. So as far as, you know, you guys both mentioned that like the Ex Machina and that you were like, oh, I didn't know that was him because that was before the thing. I thought, so I guess I had already seen him as Poe Dameron in Star Wars The Force Force Awakens. That's that's episode seven. That's the first one, 2015. Uh, Did you guys ever see the critically panned X-Men Apocalypse, which of course... I had to go see in theaters because Magneto's in it. He's I want to say yes. I love Magneto. Magneto's great. But X-Men Apocalypse, it's sort of the one where they raise some like ancient Egyptian from under an Egyptian pyramid. And oh, yeah. No, I saw that he's one. He's going to be the, sure. the super baddie. And then, you know, they stop him in some way or another. Uh, you see, so you've seen this, Thomas. Have you seen this one? This X-Men? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Oscar Isaac is Apocalypse. Really? <laughs> He's the big baddie. He's the ancient Egyptian <laughs> yeah, who rules them looks all. In- does, he, uh, does he got a lot of makeup on? Does I he mean, look a I'm little pretty crazy? sure he's predominantly like green or teal blue. Okay, okay. Like he's not gonna say, strictly human. I don't specifically remember that movie super well, but I definitely don't it, remember Oscar Isaac. I was just, I hadn't thought about X-Men Apocalypse in years. I, said, I saw it in theaters with Casey Cavanaugh. And, like, we both love talking about that movie for probably to this day, making fun of it mostly. Yeah, you guys hated uh, that movie, and, like, right? The, the, well, yeah. And, like, the, the <laughs> plot lines were all so, so, so crazy. Uh, I don't uh, want to get into it, but but it just, like, blew my mind scrolling through on on, on Oscar Isaac IMD, IMDb yeah. that I saw. <laughs> Wait a minute. Not only, like... Uh, he was apocalypse in apocalypse hold on now wait a minute and of course there's some other there's some other name but yeah he is the titular bad guy in x-men apocalypse and that was crazy to me nice all right before we go any further i'm gonna go ahead and tell you a little bit about his early life uh oscar isaac hernandez estrada was born in guatemala guatemala city guatemala he has described his evangelical upbringing as very Christian. He has also said that he has a French origins through his grandfather describing himself as a as definitely a big mix of many things. Isaacs caused trouble at his private school, Westminster Christian, when growing up. Quote, I set off fire extinguishers in the gym, defaced a mural, just stupid stuff, he said in an interview. What are you going to say, Izzy? Well, it, he did this because he to make kids laugh. Yeah, like, yeah. He didn't do it because he was, like, <laughs> angry. He did it to make his his peers filled with joy. Um, <laughs> I have definitely done one of those two things to make people laugh. I won't tell you which. Uh, at one point, his teacher had to... It's, sp- is it just stupid stuff? <laughs> yeah, it yeah, 100% it's just is. stupid stuff. <laughs> just stupid stuff. Uh, <laughs> I got him. Busted. Uh, at one point, his teacher had to... Sc- I love this. At one point, his teacher had to screen off his desk from the rest of the class with a piece of cardboard. 
I guess he was just having <laughs> too much fun, dude. dude that's I don't a like class clown right yeah, there. I think he was just doing the best at being in high school sounds or, like a, or middle sounds school like a or whatever. Dope, dude. Yeah. If that happens to you, you're either like a menace to society yeah. or like way too funny. So when you're and that I think he's cool, probably that cool, right? When you're that cool, what what does school do to him? Now eventually, he was expelled. They were he was too cool for that school. Too <laughs> cool for <laughs> school. Uh, Literally, Isaac's uh, explicitly. <laughs> Isaac's entry into professional acting began at the area stage company Miami Beach when artistic director John Rodas uh, cast him in a play. Uh, I want to, I guess, really the first television credit, because we are here to talk about TV. In 2015, the same year that he took to the big screen as Poe Dameron in episode seven of Star Wars, Show Me a Hero aired on television. And he was one of the starring characters. I, I kind of think like the main character, Nick Wasisco in show me a hero. It is a mini series. It's based on a book of the same name written by Lisa Belkin. And it is about Yonkers, New York Yonkers mayor, Nick Wasisco, who, like I said, is Oscar Isaac. And it's sort of like, it's this, like middle class white neighborhoods resistance to federally mandated scattered public housing development throughout Yonkers, New York. But the tension of like different people trying to run on a campaign, like people are running, trying to get elected to office and they're trying to figure out what their constituents want. And then they're trying to reconcile their own moral beliefs with like how are they how are they going to take a stand what are they going to fight against and it's really interesting it's one of those things where i'm not even like the 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 he, the protagonists of the story aren't even necessarily like you could argue that they're bad people that maybe they fought for the right thing for the wrong reasons and i'm not here to make that judgment for you i think that's the point of watching show me a hero and probably to a larger extent reading show me a hero um but I thought it, I thought it was very cool. It's definitely a period piece. There's definitely people being treated and talked to in a way that is always been unacceptable, but it now even feels like more foreign to reality. Um, but uh, it's it's interesting. Like I said, it's a mini series. It's based on a book, so there's not. You know, they just do the story of the book. It's six episodes. It was uh, adapted by David Simon, who's a, who uh, worked alongside a journalist, William, uh, I, I believe it's Zorzi. And I think that they were both journalists who had, like, worked, at least Zorzi was. Anyways, they, they worked for with HBO before on, like, The Wire and one of them worked at the Baltimore Sun newspaper. I assume that's Zorzi. But uh, I guess I, I don't know if I mentioned that before. It, it is an HBO uh, miniseries. But did either of you have a chance to see this? That's my whole spiel. I guess I'm done now. But did either of you see Show Me a Hero? I did not get a chance to check this out. 
I I'm a hundred percent meant to because whenever we talk about an HBO period piece, I always talk about how they do them so well. Right, and I guess <laughs> this one in particular, it like I I I. I I hesitate to say historically accurate because I haven't done the fact checking, but it's a, it's about real people. It's about real New York politicians. What, uh, what is the time period that is being portrayed in this? Um, is the, it 99? The, 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 the 80, the 99 is when the book came yeah. out. The, the story is set between 1987 and 1994. Okay. Okay. So it is, it does, you know, the times kind of jumping along, but it starts in the late 80s, goes through the early 90s. I think by that question, I probably answered your question. That uh, No, I haven't seen it yet either. Yeah. Um, but uh, sounds a little intriguing from what you've said so far. I Anna, like, I think anyone would like it. It's certainly not not uh, a comedy by any means. It, it's, it's serious. But I think especially, man, if you were from that area or you're from New York, I bet it would... I bet it would mean a lot, but um, if you're just interested in that, I mean, it goes into politicians who are still in politics are being portrayed in this, like it's, you know, events that really happened in New York not that long ago. Yeah. Oh. Um. So is the next thing we're going to talk about real quick, because we, I think we got to do it, he's... Duke Leto Atreides in Dune. Got to throw that out there. We've both read the book. Uh, Thomas bought the book and uh, puts it on his shelf, right? Israel gave me uh, the yeah, book Oh, yeah, well. Israel gave you the book probably as a present, <laughs> and you haven't read it, but we love the movie as well, right? We all love that movie. Yeah. Um, the movie, movie is fantastic. And it we're is, getting a part two. That's, a, that's confirmed. That's wonderful. adaptation of a very good sci-fi book if you are into sci-fi in particular i think the movie is very good even if you don't have a classical if you can call it that appreciation of sci-fi dude like, okay I think it's just good regardless but like having read the book it's better i I expected it to be more confusing for someone who hadn't read the book than it is i'm not going to say it's not I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not kind of confusing because they're going through a whole book's worth of stuff in a movie, but I honestly think it could have been more confusing than it was, but you should probably read the book, but anybody's going to tell you that about anything. So. Uh, that movie was compared to, <laughs> I'm comparing everything I've ever seen now to <laughs> Dr. Strange. The oh. <laughs> multiverse of madness compared to Dr. Strange, the multiverse of madness. Dune is like, uh, the Chronicles of Narnia. It's all straightforward. It's all right there for you to see. It's blatantly <laughs> obvious. The allegory so, is here. Yeah. Aslan is Jesus. Yeah. Don't worry about it, man. If, uh, yeah. if you watched Ma multiverse of madness and we were like, yeah, I tracked with that. Then Dune's going to be a walk in the park. <laughs> I don't know. I I just saw that movie. And I'm just yeah. I gotta I feel talk like, about I, it. Yeah, we'll probably pepper it in throughout. Yeah. So we all love Dune, Duke Leto Atreides. So fun. Uh, but Oscar Isaac's main TV show that we're gonna talk about tonight is the uh, recently released Moon Knight. 
I do not want to try to read this or try to explain this show. It confused me as I watched it. I'm still confused about things I saw. Does anybody else want to take this? I, I, you know what? Really? I, I, I want to maybe dip it. it. Maybe Shut we'll up. just like progress slowly here. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Moon Knight is officially a mini series. Say what? That's right. It's billed as a mini series. I like you, listener, and like you to listening to me here on this podcast. Fervently <laughs> hope. That it is going to be renewed. Oh, I feel not, like that's definitely. But it's not get a even like season. it's not even like. Well, will it get a season two? It's not overcoming that hurdle. It was billed as a miniseries. It wasn't billed as a season one. So that's. I really hope it gets that washes away, and this is season one, and we get a season two. I don't know what the plan was. Maybe it just straight from this to a movie. Like this leads into the movie. I I don't know. But uh, Moon Knight is, of course, we've sort of alluded to it. I want to explicitly state, just in case we haven't, it's based on the Marvel comic feature, like, about Moon Knight, who, I guess if you didn't know, because I certainly didn't, that Moon Knight is a Marvel character. I mean, I've known for a little while now because of this <clears throat> show's production, but it, I didn't know about him before this show. I actually, before before I watched Moon Knight, I watched a YouTube video that was like titled the confusing history of Marvel's Moon Knight and how many like different incarnations he had and right. how different he was every time and it's so convoluted i but i feel like that that is not unique to like isn't that like every like haven't they all been redone over the years like oh well the green, freaking green lanterns are all over the place uh, yeah yeah for sure but this one's like especially convoluted like it's uh it's really weird and i think like just from watching that youtube video this show took like every version of moon knight that a fan could be attached to and like worked it all into one which i think is admirable in some some respect but i think it was really hard to grasp onto at first because there was just I, so there was so many go things going on. I guess we should talk about him having multiple personalities and being a, a avatar for a god and all that wonderful yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's he suffers from dissociative identity disorder. Which is kind of a spoiler. <laughs> Honestly, if Well, it I don't think so because that's how I knew that before I even watched the show and I didn't watch a trailer or anything. I just I don't know. I think uh, it's it's build that maybe not that exactly he has DID, well, but that there is something going on outside of him being obviously a superhero. Your particular aversion to trailers may have made you not see a trailer, but I I think that it's like explicitly clear in the trailers that there is a um you know, a Jekyll and Hyde situation at the very least happening and so that idea, I, I don't for for me as well. I honestly don't remember watching, sitting down and watching the trailer. I know that I did, but like I knew that there were some, there were some Jekyll and Hyde thing going on before I started the show. Um, yeah, but I do think 
that uh, there there was definitely like way way more to it all than I ever you know what what a what a guess. Yeah, and I I do want to make a note that Johnny, I think you were saying that people say it's confusing because there's so many iterations and how many times it's been reborn um, in in the comics, which confuses me that people are put off by that because Deadpool is basically that exact same thing. And like to an extreme, it's like meta Deadpool's meta is that he's been recreated in the, in the uh, comics. I mean, thousands of times, thousands of different Deadpools. And I don't know. It, it strikes me that it's, that people don't like Moon Knight or think it's confusing. Not that they don't like it, but think that it's confusing when Deadpool's basically the same thing. No, I'm uh, saying like, dude, I'm saying Moon Knight, like in his first iteration was not associated with an Egyptian God. He was just like a crazy guy who was like a, a crime fighting vigilante. And then later he became like a crazy guy who just cr mm. fought crime in his mind because he was in an institution and then like 10 years later somebody was like now he's associated with Egyptian gods like it's wildly different every time it's not normal different because I know like they're all like oh now both his parents are alive instead of getting shot when he was a kid or something like that well you know? no I mean <laughs> uh, well, with Deadpool he was he was a dog he was a mask uh, he was dead. He was literally a dead man. Oh, I guess I haven't seen um, Deadpool. He was made of water in one yeah. of them. Okay, yeah. Like, there's there also like way like there's some superhero like I there are some versions that are very close to others, but there are a lot of there are other superheroes where it's way different. And like the, the Green Lantern in particular, like some of those stories are like unrecognizable from one to the other. And I I just, I didn't realize Moon Knight had that same history too. That is. That is uh, pretty weird because I assumed, just based on having seen the show, that there was always an Egyptian tie to it. No. That's funny that there's, like, originally, there's a version where there's, like, nothing Egyptian about it. Yeah. Did you not think it was confusing, Thomas? No. Uh, well, there was a there was a point, um, I think it was the second to last episode. No, 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 no. The one before the so, what would it? What, how many episodes were there? Eight. Sounds right. I think it was the sixth episode. That one confused me, but no, I I kind of tracked with most of it, um, other than the sixth episode. It was kind of all over the place. Um, I don't know how many spoilers we want to put in I here, think, but that episode in particular was confusing. I to think me. we should have some spoilers, and we'll just tell them to tell the audience to skip ahead to some point could put it in there yeah i mean basically like, don't i haven't seen the last episode so don't spoil that for me but i mean i've seen everything up to that point to the Just, hippo lady episode where he's at in yeah the that's afterlife. the last yeah well it's i watched the the where they're on the boat in the afterlife yeah and that was i mean the most powerful episode of the series i just rem at least well I, up until I haven't seen the last Yeah, one. I just remember in the very beginning thinking, like, you know, he's switching between personalities and it's going like, and like, you know, making a big sound when it happens. I thought, like, maybe he was dreaming. Like, I remember, like, 
There's one time where he just like wakes up and he's like in front of a castle and people are like shooting at him down from a castle. I think that's like in episode one. And I just like, I was thinking like, oh, he's dreaming. Like this is crazy. But I guess in retrospect, that was real. Right? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I just felt like a lot of things were like, like with him having... Like, I didn't understand his relationship with Kanchu at first to the god, and there's two of him, and how all that worked together, and even with the last episode, I I feel like there's something else throughout the show that takes over him that is not one of his alter egos or Kanchu. It's, um, I don't know, dude. I, I feel like I need to watch the whole thing again, and even if I do that, I don't think... I don't know if I would understand it. So Hayden brought this up as well, that there is the scene where his coworker walks up to him and says, can't wait for our date. And he's like, what date? And she like plays it off as him being like funny that he's pretending to not remember. But then I believe he asks, Steven asks Mark about it and he doesn't know what he's talking about. And obviously, Kanshu is not going to waste his time inhabiting the body to ask out one of his one of Steven's coworkers. So I think if you guys have finished the series and they have not talked about that, that's another reason why it's I'm wild. I, d- I don't even that remember that as a mini series. I don't even remember that. There's so many things going on. Yeah, no, it's 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 very good um, in my mind for. For a Marvel TV series, I know I've always basically not shat on, but not liked most Marvel television other than WandaVision. And this one is up there with WandaVision for me. I think it's one of their best that they've put out um, as of late. And I, I really, I really enjoyed it. And I haven't even finished it. I have one episode left. So maybe that'll all turn around if it has a bad Yeah, ending. with as many things that I found confusing or... You know, just like some things seem nonsensical to me and I didn't understand it. Maybe I just need to watch it again. One thing I absolutely love is all the Egyptian stuff, dude. I am so into that. Yeah. I'm just like into just different mythologies. Always have been since a kid. Rick Riordan fan. Um, I don't think I don't. maybe he did get to Egyptian mythology, but like I just love that stuff. And I think, you know, just seeing all that, seeing the pyramids and all that stuff takes place and like all of those Egyptian gods are there with their little vessels or avatars, I think they call it. Like, I just love that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I thought it was a really fun show. But it's to okay, me, yeah, sorry. To me, it's it's I mean, it's very good considering I didn't know beforehand all that information that you guys were talking about where they basically combined a bunch of different versions into, to try to make one, um, one like understandable character on screen. I'm just, that blows I'm my mind. I'm just saying mind. that was my opinion from one YouTube video I saw explaining all the different versions mm. and then seeing this version. And I'm not a huge Marvel fan. So maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. That's totally an option, but from, that explanation and what I saw on screen, it seemed like a little bit of every version of Moon Knight is in this one. It's not one version from a comic, one specific comic. It's like 
all of them put together. Um, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's very Dude, good. One thing, one thing that I think is so cool, but just could have been better is Conchu, the god who has like a huge bird like skeleton head. Um yeah. he's so cool and I like his voice actor. But he's super CGI. Yeah. And I think like if you had Weta Workshops just like make a conchu head and you filmed it right, I think you could have made his on screen presence like terrifying and also like I don't know cool and like well, i think it he was been t- he was terrifying in episode one when he was in the shadows because you couldn't yeah, see him in yeah, full light and, and he was like flashing in and out and flying down that hallway and he was very very unnerving yeah, i just felt like they were one full step away from perfection in my mind like i think you could have really really made that character scary if you had like a you know a physical thing there because like there's no mouth moving he just talks through his mind or whatever you could just have a really cool um you know made up prosthetic kind of head for that that could have worked like you could have just you know cgi'd the neck out and had like a mask but it doesn't feel like it's it's that and it's just so close to being like as scary as the Nazgul from Lord of the Rings, you know, when I first saw it when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. But I loved it. I love all those, those Egyptian gods. They look cool. I I do too. I like all the meetings they have like at the base of the, the uh, pyramid as well, like underground with the meeting of the gods. And that's very interesting yeah. to me. Hey, Izzy, what do you think about this show? I definitely enjoyed it. It was a fun time. I thought all those scenes where, you know, he, Oscar Isaac is argue is like acting with himself, uh, rather than like a green screen situation situation for the, for the stand in, they got his, his brother, uh, Michael Benjamin, bro, Dameron Hernandez to like be his double. So, that's funny. really so like when they're getting like when they're doing the over the shoulder like talking to himself like it's like yeah it's his brother it's his real life brother <laughs> that's cool uh also if you didn't know this is the first marvel studios production to be directed by uh an arabian person an arab um muhammad diab directed this and that's cool cool to have first that is cool and it's i think that yeah that's awesome because like johnny said all of the egyptian imagery his nationality is egyptian he's from egypt so i mean if you grow up there you know you know the stuff i think i feel like you come up in that because people i mean people go there for that so i think everybody talks about it you know about it I think there's just a there's a layer of knowledge that you get doing that rather than hiring somebody who did not. Right. I, I, I you got to be more attached to it. Like I assume I would be more yeah. attached to like uh, uh, some sort of project set 
specifically in in North America than someone who's not from North America. Like I think. Yeah, I mean, if you if you were working on a project attached to a bourbon distillery or a horse right, racing like, place, you'd right. You'd know I more. feel like I'd I'd have I'd I'd feel something about it that say maybe someone from California would would not necessarily feel. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's probably why all of the imagery is is on the head. It's very good. I told you guys uh, why I love the show. Love all the Egyptian stuff. Of course, Oscar Isaac is so great. Love him. Can I tell you why I don't like this show? And I guess why I don't like Marvel in general. Or like what? It's not that I don't like it. It's just like that thing that just sticks in the back of my mind that annoys me. Because I, I still watch a lot of Marvel stuff. We just went to the movie theater the other day. It's um, it, it's all boils down to this one scene. There's a scene where Moon Knight who is the avatar of an Egyptian god. Uh, you know, he's kicking ass. And then there comes a time where there's some dudes riding around on horses with, like, pikes and or, like, spears. And they're throwing them, throwing these spears at Moon Knight. And they're literally running him through. But you know he is in his, like, Egyptian god avatar form. He can heal. And he is just getting run through, run through. He's fighting. He's fighting. Keeps getting run through. He's slowing down. He's slowing down. And eventually he's like, ah, you know, he's pinned down. People are holding these spears and they are run through him. And he has a girlfriend who has a gun and she is, like, popping these dudes. She's just murdering, like, real-life people. And, uh, then his uh, and you see she's kicking butt he's getting held down and then you see her get into a very grave situation and at this like and the whole time moon knight's getting run through i'm like what are the rules like last time i checked like you can fly you can get shot that doesn't matter like why does getting run through matter why can't you just like i don't know rip these spears out of you and just trounce these just real life humans because you're a god um the the answer is we are waiting for his girlfriend to get into enough trouble for moon knight to just get mad enough to just go wah and get like get rid of all the spears like that's what happens there's no rule there's no reason he got held down in the first place he just goes he just gets mad enough to get up like that's what we're waiting for and i feel like that is a lot of what you see or that that you know if you're asking what are the rules those are the rules we're just waiting for the main character to get mad enough or to get damaged enough to save the day you know no nope. i guess yeah. not. <laughs> that's all right <laughs> no just me. i'm i mean i see that i'd have to rewatch that episode in that yeah. light but i did not i did not clock that watching that episode i just figured that there was a certain amount of damage he could take. Cause I don't, I don't recall him ever actually getting shot while being. Moon oh, he gets Knight. shot at all the time, dude. And the, the well shot at, well, yeah, the bullet, you see the bullets all the time. They bounce off of him or like his, there's a point where he just pulls the cape up and the bullets like go into his cape and then he shakes his cape. And I think the bullets go back at the bad guys. Um, yeah. and yeah, no, he has healing powers. Like that's how, um, like if he's like super damaged he just goes like suit and then he's fine so like what is getting run through in the suit the suit healing powers like what does that mean doesn't mean anything until you know the writers decide it means something and 
that I guess like I told Izzy this earlier, like that's why I like Game of Thrones a lot. Like that's one draw is just like the violence is real and it's over quick a lot of the times and the rules are you know, real life. And I guess like with superheroes, it's hard to define the rules. And if you can't define the rules, if you can't define, uh, you know, if, if death means nothing, then why am I reading this story? Like what, then what matters that I guess that's what, how I like absorb stories. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've been, I've been saying the same thing now for a while, but yeah, that's, uh, I guess that's my problem with a lot of superhero stuff, and uh, I definitely thought the exact same thing when we saw um, Doctor Strange, the new Doctor Strange movie in theaters. I was like, mm-hmm. why does this matter? I was like, oh, it it just it doesn't. We're just waiting for the next big thing to happen. It's empty promises yeah. <laughs> built on sand. <laughs> built on the foundation of sand. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to step down from my soapbox now. <laughs> All right. Well, dude, I have a lot. I've watched a lot of stuff since we last uh, recorded. I feel like that's a little bit of a hint as to where we are. And that's our next segment. That's what you, what have you been watching this week? I, I feel like you're already dipping in Johnny. What have you been watching this week? Oh snap. You're going straight to me already. Whoo. All right, dude, what haven't I been watching? He just um, lists off all the things he hasn't watched. <laughs> all the things I haven't been watching. <laughs> uh, days of our lives. Not been watching that so far. Uh, no, uh, so the I guess just two things that are coming to mind right now that I want to talk about is, one, the documentary on Three Mile Island that I watched on Netflix. It just came out. Uh, extremely interesting, like... Um, it kind of gives a lot of history about nuclear mm. energy and why things went the way they did. Like, basically, there was uh, a nuclear incident at a power plant in Pennsylvania. And after that time in the 80s, um, there was no new nuclear power plants built for like 50 years. Um, so it, it really affected a lot. And I thought it was very interesting. But the main thing I want to talk about, I already told Izzy about it. It's my new favorite thing. Oh, gosh. Oh, shoot. All right. I guess I'll... Will you talk about the pentamperate? Wasn't planning on Damn it. All right. I'll talk about it next time. All right. So uh, what I really want to talk about is a game show that I've been watching a lot on Netflix. It's called... Uh, sorry, mom. It's called bullshit, and <laughs> oh, no. yeah, it's like bleeped out. But there's like you know they say that in the show. It's cursing. It's a it's so fun, uh, really cool to watch, really fun to play along with at home. So if I can put this precisely, there's uh you know it's basically who wants to be a millionaire. Howie Mandel is the host, and he asks you questions. But here's the catch: you don't have to know the answer if you don't know the answer if you press the wrong answer you then have to convince a panel of three people that you know the answer and this is why um is it so like it's basically it's who, on netflix yeah but like is it airing somewhere 
Where no. Is it, where's this happening? No, it's it's just on Netflix. It's from Netflix? It's, it's a Netflix original. And like the trivia crack show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there's... there's Only too, this is way better, I'll guarantee it. Yeah, there's too many rules to try to explain. I just try to do it. And uh, so basically, it's who wants to be a millionaire. But if you don't know the answer, you have to convince... Uh, people that you do and um, if you get to if you convince one of them you do know the answer you get to go on right. so it's really fun but the, but you told me about this that their ability to suss out y- your accuracy directly influences their chance at being the next contestant on the show yeah so the three people you try to convince you like gave the right answer to if they are right the yeah. most they're the next person who gets to be Which, on the show so like there's a give and take if there's gonna be that bank of extra players i really like that direct incentive for them to be like playing as hard as they can as well yeah it's um it's hard to explain it's just very fun if you give it a try uh it, you'll have a lot of fun there's just like a lot of ways to play along at home you can try to get the answer right um if you get the answer wrong you can try to decide whether the person knows it or not you can decide whether they're full of bullshit and uh yeah it's just a ton of fun uh yeah it's on netflix howie mandel it's great um i've almost watched the whole thing uh tell me is he fist bumping uh the contestants dude i i don't even think i've seen fist bump Oh. Like maybe one contestant. He's not is, touching him at is all. Is fist bump pre-COVID, Howie, and now post-COVID? Yeah, he's dude. Just like, it's cool to just not touch. This is post-COVID, Howie, and I don't think he's touching anybody. And <laughs> or like, anything that isn't here. I've seen or, some, or anything. Yeah. I've his seen some, clothes are yeah. levitating yeah. right off his skin. Yeah. It costs a lot. Trust me. I've seen uh I've seen some people win a lot of money and I feel like I would just like want to hug Howie and like you'd yeah. be like, No, right, he doesn't right. want that. No, for sure. Uh Izzy, what have you been watching this week? Uh this week I have been watching Our Flag Means Death. Ooh. Noise. I, I believe that you have mentioned it before, Johnny, and possibly it was your what you've been watching. I don't want to say last week. I want to say two weeks ago. It might have been maybe three. Yeah, it's, it was a while ago. Um, because I think you started watching it when it was still airing. At this point, we are probably at the same point in the show as far as I am working my way through what I can only hope is the first of a great many seasons. But. It is a comedy on HBO. It's set in the year 1717. So some olden times. Uh, Pre-American. I don't know if musket shooting. Well, it, well it's, it's on the seas, though. It's So it's about Steed Bonnet, who has, he's, he's, he's sort of like an English gentleman who has a midlife crisis and decides to be a pirate <laughs> so he sort he just gets a ship he hires a crew doesn't really know much if anything at all about being a pirate captain let alone a boat captain and he goes a pirating <laughs> and it does not go well it is wildly funny um Reese Darby is the lead character he's the captain he is of course from the flight of the Concords, where uh, 
he 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 um played Murray, the band manager. But supposedly, and I honestly find this extremely hard to believe, according to IMDb, according to the IMDb tagline. This is based on a true story. Do you, I don't. I. I. It just seems so unbelievable. It's got to be loose, dude. It's, it's got to be real be, loose. It's got to be as loose as I. I don't even know. Carrying a bucket full of gravel, two fingers. It's got to be. If it's not, it's if it's loose. not, that's that's wonderful. If and, it's not, and I'm that's okay with amazing. And Steve Bonnet is my favorite historical figure. <laughs> but I assume it's very loose, and this is not actually how it went. But um, if you know anything about Reese, if you know anything about Reese Darby, he is one of the funniest character actors who has ever graced television. Uh, he he just has a very funny way about him. I sort of feel like he's playing different versions of the same character in most of the shows I've seen him in, whether it be uh, Our Flag Means Death wrecked or flight of the concords but he is fantastic and that's what i've been watching this week it's on hbo um is the whole first season out is it done airing so as far as that goes let me tell you i had a, i had a whole journey i went to watch our flag means death because i saw a trailer well more accurately i just i heard your review for it and then I saw a trailer that reminded me, oh, yeah, Johnny told me this This is awesome. And I went to watch it on the old HBO, and I was logged out. But you can watch the pilot episode for free. And I was like, well, I'll just go ahead and watch this. But it was so good that after that pilot episode, I just trudged through the swamp of olden times texts <laughs> until I found where once upon a time Johnny had sent me his login info wow. so I could log in. I thought it would be freaking it archaeologist. Me, it gave me a QR. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm already signed in on my phone. I could watch it on my phone. It gave me a QR code. I scan it with my phone. I thought it would just be like bing, bang, boop. And it's just like, no, please enter the email and password. And I was like, why? I'm signed in on this device. <sighs> but, but, to answer Johnny's question, which I thought I would continue Googling while I told that anecdote, but it didn't. <laughs> uh, is it all out? Yeah, looks like it looks like it uh, wrapped up March 24th. Nice. All right. I'll have to, to finish that up. Well, I mean, we can start watching that together. I think we're at the same place. For sure. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I know uh, Taika Waititi is involved, who is arguably much more famous than Reese Darby. But just <laughs> just throwing it out there. Hey, Thomas, what have you been watching this week? This week, I've been watching Tokyo Vice on HBO. Oh, wait, nope. I don't think I know that. I was thinking of something else. What is that? Tokyo Vice is a crime drama based in the late 90s uh, surrounding an American journalist named Jake Adelstein. Adelstein? Yeah. Uh, it's based on a book written by none other than Jake Adelstein. 
what? Yeah. <laughs> so, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> and I don't know how much of it is embellished. You know how it is when they go from book to show, especially with a um, especially with like a tell-all book that's real, and then they turn it into a show or a movie. They take some some liberties. But this show, man, it's very interesting. I, I should note it stars Ansel Elgort and Ken Watanabe, who you would know Ken from probably from Inception. He's like the Japanese billionaire in Inception. Okay. Nice. Um, along with, a, I mean, a very good cast, most of which I have never seen before but are very good, show Kasamatsu was i mean excellent in this show anyway this show follows a a young journalist who's an expatriate he moves to japan he's trying to get a job he's teaching english there he's trying to get a job this is all like the beginning of the first episode um and he ends up getting on as a journalist in the show he's or he's labeled as the first non-japanese journalist to work for this news outlet um and he ends up getting in trying to write stories about the Yakuza, which were the gangs of Japan, which I believe still exist, but in a much smaller scale than they did in the 90s. Um, I think for a while they basically controlled government and the state um, from the shadows. But I, I believe now it's, it's a lot lesser. Um, they have a lot lesser of a sway with the government. But... It's very interesting. I I will say that I believe this is billed as well as a limited series. And they open up with an intro scene of a flashback that never gets addressed by the end of the series. What? Yeah. So, I'm I mean not giving away spoilers of like the actual events, but Right, if it if it's how it opens. Yeah, it opens with this scene that they never talk about again. So, I'm hoping it says on IMDb TV series, so maybe it will get a second se season. Yeah. Um but initially when I saw it and maybe even on the HBO app it said uh I think it said mini series or limited series or something on there. Um, but I mean, if they don't, that would be wild. Well, I do think that wraps us up here as far as talking about the great Oscar Isaac. Here's the thing. We are short on time. We love him more than we were able to just extol his virtues in this little episode here. He's fantastic. I think his career really is just getting started. I hope we get to talk about him a lot more. I wouldn't be shocked if we didn't because he just sticks with movies. Either way, I think he is on the rise, and I wish him the best. And he's been great so far. And I won't tell other people that you were Apocalypse in Apocalypse. But <laughs> now <laughs> I want to tell you, listener that you can tell us who we should talk about next or what we should have said about Oscar Isaac. Either of those things, tell us at the TV boys on Twitter and the TV boys pod on Instagram, either of those places. We would love to hear from you. Um, sometimes we have little final notes from 
the folks around the studio. Uh, Johnny, Thomas, anything you need to get off your chest? Dude, I got something I got to get off my chest, and I didn't even realize we totally skipped over TV news. But I got one TV news that I'm really excited about. Love, Death, and Robots Season 3 comes out this month. Super excited about that. Just found out. I didn't even know it had a Season 3 coming, but it's coming this month. I did not know that. Thanks for the heads up. It's a wild show. Where's that so at? I'm looking Netflix, forward to that. That's right? a Netflix, yep. So yeah. I'll be watching that. But that's all I have to say. Sorry. That's an anthology, isn't it? It is. Mm-hmm. Nice. Thomas, anything you need to let the people know? I think that's it. I do want to let you know, listener, that uh, we're going to try, once we have, once we know for sure what's what and when's when, uh, we'll make that clear on our socials. But here coming up, moving into the summer, moving into busy season, as you know, we hustling, all three of us. Uh, there might be a little shakeups in the release schedule. We might change what day of the week we do it. We might change the times of the month we do it. We'll see. I, I if, if I knew exactly what it was, I would tell you right now, but it's still up in the air. Uh, we appreciate you bearing with us. In the meantime... While you're listening to the content, whenever it comes out, as fast as we can get it to you, which is really the schedule at this point, um, tell a friend, tell someone, hey, what do you do? You not know what to? They they just finished a show. They're wondering what to watch. Take a look at our catalog. Pick an actor. Listen to that app on your way to work. You'll find a show that you're ready to watch. I hear it from every person who listens to an episode of our show. There is a show we talk about they're interested in that they have not seen. It happens. It's like, uh, I don't know, some sort of, uh, I don't want to say miracle because that's too far. Uh, magical spell. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll cut all that out. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. That's it, though. We're done. I've been Izzy. Who else we got here? I'm Thomas. And I'm Johnny. And if I could ask you one last thing, I know sometimes it comes off wrote or written, but it is actually important to me. If you could take the time to please watch another episode, and we will talk to you next week. I believe it is both wrote and written on the outline, right? Yeah, but I think you were spelling wrote differently. Nope, dude, I'm right. (laughs) I wrote both ways, with the W and without.